and welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is what does 2050 look like? But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website, or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so first and foremost, everyone, I want to say my apologies to those of you who are used to my normal audio. This is a little bit louder. I have been working on doing some more research on ways to improve the audio for the podcast and make it sound a little more professional, I should say. It's an experiment. It's ever-evolving. It's an ongoing experiment, and it's hopefully going to get better as time goes on. So I appreciate those of you who've been patient with me in the past. What I want to talk about today is what does 30 years from now look like? Now, it's going to sound ridiculous because 30 years ago, we barely had the internet. We had the internet, but we barely had the internet. And so saying 30 years from now, this is what we want to do is almost impossible to predict, right? Who knows what the technology of the future is going to hold? Who knows what kind of societal changes it's going to bring? Who knows how it's going to change the way we do business? But regardless of those things, and, you know, they're not insignificant, but regardless of those things, there are certain parts of what I want to accomplish with this business and with this company that I'm excited about regardless of what comes next. I think we spend a lot of our time these days worried about what's going to happen in two months or what's going to happen next month or what's going to happen next week. And I think sometimes having some perspective can really change, it can change how you feel about the moment, even, even if it doesn't change your circumstance. If you can change the way you feel about the moment, that can make a big difference. So I have consciously been trying to do things that I feel are healthy and take me out of the fear of the moment, I should say. And I wanted to talk about what I think 30 years from now our company is going to look like. first thing I think it's important to mention is if you look at some of the companies of the past, not many of them are 500 years old. There's a couple of them. There's a couple of companies that are things like Beretta. And then there are companies that are the British. There's a pub in Britain. I can't remember where it is. And it's been around for 500 years, right? If you look at the companies like Mitsubishi, they've had a 500 year plan that they're, I think, like 50 years into or something like that. And I was thinking about that. What does that take, right? Obviously, those plans are very long, and some of those places don't necessarily have plans. So that seemed a little bit daunting for me. So I said, what about 30 years? I think that's more manageable. First and foremost, I don't think we'll ever stop making books. You know, the world obviously has changed with its technology. It's moved in amazing ways, and it's allowed for an incredible sense of self-authorship, I should say. In the old days, you didn't have the ability to publish yourself. I mean, not really. And you could write journals. A lot of people did keep journals. And in fact, a lot of what we know about history is because of people's journals. But most people didn't have the ability to self-publish on the grand scale that we have today with social media. I think. 
with the change in the political discourse over the last five years, but longer than that a little bit, but we've seen that what you write in your political phrasing, and even what you say about things that aren't even remotely political, particularly in public places like your social media and on the internet in general, via email or whatever it may be, those things are all public record. Now, that's exciting for a lot of people. It's exciting for people to think that the things I'm saying, the things I'm doing, the work I'm shooting for is all available for people to read, right? The ability for you to publish yourself widely is exciting. But I think that's going to come a time when there's the pendulum swings in the opposite direction. And I think it's already started to swing in that direction. People are afraid now. They're afraid to post what they really think. They're afraid to tell their friends what they really think. They're afraid to say what they really think. Because they know that while their opinions may be valid, they won't be well received. It's a sad case. I don't think that's good for our country. I don't think it's good for the world to say that we should feel like people are need to feel like they need to suppress themselves. And I think that comes from external forces but also internal forces. But what that means for us as a company is that there are more and more opportunities for us to create space for you as an individual to publish privately. I think everyone has an innate sense and an innate need to voice themselves in some way or another, to give their thoughts reality, to create a concrete record of what's in their head. Because... Otherwise, you lose yourself. You lose the moments. And it's only really through that writing process, through that cementing process, that people can find themselves existing in multiple places and multiple times at once, right? And that gets a little bit philosophical in its, in its heart. But when I write in my journal and I do a daily entry, that person that I was that day, that way that I thought, the way that I existed, the things I was afraid of, all of those things are framed in a snapshot. They, they exist in that place and in that time. And for myself or those I love in the future, being able to read that snapshot brings that person to life again, even if only in a limited sense and even if only for a brief moment. But it brings that person to life in a way that's more real than my memory or my, my phrasing later could ever do, right? So for me, I think there's going to be a real opportunity in the future for us to continue to make journals and binders and folios and other tools for people to express themselves. Now, the journals, in my opinion, will always be the core of what we do. It wasn't necessarily what we started doing, but it will be the core of what we do. And our design, the thing I, I, is the thing I feel is the most impressive piece of creation that I've ever done. I think the folios are great. I think now, especially the early versions, I was just there. Those were disappointment for me. And I don't like the fact that they still exist, but the current design of the folios and the future design of the folios that's coming out very soon, that, those are all things that are, are exciting and they're great, but they're not what I feel is my biggest contribution to the world from an innovation standpoint. The journals are. We will probably expand our product line to incorporate some more things. I don't know if we'll ever do technology. I don't think we'll ever do technology. I think while we could, it would be... It would require us to change a lot of what we do. I think the future will expand. We'll have some sort of custom shop, something I've always dreamed about doing. We get requests for people to do custom work all the time. 
I would love to be able to make that happen. I think a lot of what that would require is space, time, tools, experience, um, and a lot of those other aspects that kind of go along with that. And we just haven't got there yet, but we will. We'll have a workshop soon enough, a big one, ideally, a beautiful one, something that people enjoy going to because it's not some sort of, you know, low squat brick building that's. Garrison Keeler had a whole joke about how, you know, Catholics built these big, beautiful buildings um, as these monuments. And uh, Lutherans made it, made their churches look like God's potato barn. <laughs> and I, I always thought that was funny. And Dr. Jordan Peterson always talks about how the cathedrals of old inspire us. And so for us, when I want to build a workshop, I want to build a workshop that looks and feels and acts like something that's beautiful. Now that's expensive and tricky, but I think if I can do it right, it'll, it'll make the future of this company more valuable. It'll feed into that story. It'll help with the philosophy of what we're about. It'll help our employees love going to work and enjoy working and feel like they're part of a tradition, which they are. Uh, And I think that's important. I think we sometimes fail to realize that the drama of what we do actually matters a great deal. How we do things matters a great deal. You know, for example, putting on a uniform matters. Kneeling in front of an altar matters. Saluting, putting a hand up, all of these things are important parts of the drama of our personal experience. And so I want to create a, an environment for us to create that, that matters. And that's part of our 30-year plan. I would love for people to be able to come and see that. I would love for people to be able to come and experience the process of creation because I think making is so important. And I think in that vein of things, I think we're going to expand into that area further. We will always do leather. We will always do leather in amazing ways and we will continue to expand our leather part of our business. But, you know, maybe in 30 years we do other things. We do metal, we do glass, we do other materials. And maybe we build a place that you can come and visit and it's got fancy beautiful hotels that you can stay in or small little cabins glamping cabins that are beautiful on the inside and are out in the middle of the wilderness and you come and you can not only see the things that you love made but maybe you can participate maybe you can learn maybe you can spend a couple of days there and you know really be part of the making process and maybe that's the legacy we'll create that's maybe that's what Murdy Creative is going to do. It's going to help inspire people to make things. I think there will always be a future for the analog. You know, it's funny how there's this, people call them hipsters. In the millennial generation, particularly, it is not uncommon uh, for typewriters to be a thing. It's not uncommon for people to write on physical paper, because analog is actually an important part of the way we express ourselves creatively. So I know there will always be a future in analog. And for us, we will work to be that analog. We will work to be that future. I don't necessarily know if the future of analog will be, you know, available for everybody. I don't know if the future of analog will always be as prevalent. Perhaps the future of analog will be relegated to expensive, beautiful, high-end things like we make, right? Maybe it's the same thing as how gasoline is going to be relegated to high-end, fancy, classy cars, classic cars, and everybody will eventually move to electric, right? I I don't know what the future of the next 30 years holds, but I know that we will find our place in it, and this is what I hope to achieve. This is the vision. And who knows? Maybe I'm going to be watching this in 2050, and I'll do another podcast 
and I'll be 55 years old and I'll do an anniversary podcast and maybe I'll do an analysis of this one and I'll look back on it and I'll say, boy, was I wrong. But who knows? I'm optimistic. I have a goal in mind. I have a place I want to go with this. And no matter what the political wills of the day be, no matter what the anxieties of the pandemics or the supply chain problems, no matter what the day-to-day brings, I think the future is bright. And while the day-to-day matters, I don't want to get bogged down in it. I don't want that to be what defines my day. I don't want that to be what defines my week or month or year. I don't want the moments to be that. I want a bigger picture, a bigger vision to be part of that, to be what drives me. And so I write, I journal, I create that snapshot, and then I let that go. I take all of my daily anxieties and fears and worries and frustrations, and I put them in the journal, and then I start again fresh the next day. And I look forward to the next future, the undiscovered country. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in next Tuesday for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button and the alert button to be notified when we launch a new podcast. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, mask, accessory, any of the bazillion things we are now making, uh, feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. Or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usual things. Um, I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible, but I do appreciate your patience. I will mention, if you DM me on Instagram, I'm not going to get back to it very quickly. I've been really trying to get through them. We get so many messages a day. Email is actually a much, much better way to contact us. Uh, We have a dedicated person who's in charge of responding to all of our emails. And actually, she's in charge of our Facebook messages because we don't get that many. But with Instagram especially, it's something that I actually end up doing myself. So uh, if you DM us, just I apologize if it takes a while to get back to you. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow a new community. And word of mouth is still the best form of advertising. So please tell your friends. What that means is you can leave a review on the podcast on whatever listening app you're listening on. You can also leave a review for the product on Facebook. You go to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co or you can type murdycreative.co into the search bar. On the left hand side, there will be a reviews tab. Click on the reviews. It says, do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company? You can click yes, and then you can write your review. Or if you want to go to murdycreative.co slash reviews, there's a button there that'll take you directly to the page. It also shows all of our reviews. We were having some trouble where Facebook was deleting some of our reviews because apparently when people delete their profile, um, they delete their reviews. It deletes all of the reviews they've left. So we've started screenshotting those and putting those on our website so that you can see them and that they will live on forever. Uh, So definitely you can go check that out there. If you do want to tell your friends about it and you're looking for a little bit of word of mouth uh, incentive, not that I think that our product requires any of that, but if you are looking for that, uh, definitely log in, create a profile on our website via the top button that says log in. Then if you click on the bottom left button that says rewards or it's got a little picture of a present on it if you're on the mobile, you click on that. There's a referral link in that. You can earn rewards points, 5% on every purchase at this point. And if you click on that referral you can actually share that link with people. When they use that link, they automatically get $5 off their first purchase. And when they complete their purchase, you get $5. We're still working on figuring out different ways to obviously incentivize that program. And that's an exciting program that will continue to develop. Uh, but those are a great opportunity for those of you who want to be ambassadors for our company. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I am always looking for new topics to talk about. It's hard coming up with a topic. But 
If you have topics, send them my way via the comments. You can send them via email. You can send them via a comment on our Instagram. You can comment on our, you can send us a DM. Like there's a bazillion ways to get a hold of us. Send me a, a podcast topic. It helps. Leave a comment below if you've got ideas for what you think 2030, 2050, I should say, is going to look like for you and for what do you want to achieve by then. I love that community. I want to engage with you guys. I really do. If you're looking for multiple binders for folios, journals, masks, accessories, uh, for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our bulk discounts available. They start at five. So minimum order quantity is five. Once you reach that, we've got bulk discounts. So it's actually stackable too. So if you get one of all of our accessories, right, that would qualify for a bulk discount. If you were to get two binders, two journals, and a folio, that would qualify as a bulk discount. So if you're looking for getting your Christmas shopping done really early, uh, check out those bulk discounts. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.